You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 67. Today, we're talking about how to transform your mind. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you're a returning listener, so glad to have you back. I did a little wiggle. I know you guys can't see me, but I appreciate you being a part of this community. And if you're brand new, it's so nice to meet you. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I'm a former WBFF bikini pro turned master life coach. Um, forgot to say I was a fitness and nutrition coach in between there. And in this show, I help you on your journey to your highest self. And we do that through personal development and integrating a lifestyle that is um, holistic and encompassing of our mind, our body, and our heart. I love helping you heal your limiting beliefs, your inner child wounds, and whatever it is that holds you back from being the self-confident leader that you know you are in your life and business. So this week we're talking mindset and I'm really excited because I feel like I haven't done just a pure mindset episode in a long time and this is my bread and butter. This is what I do. It's what I love doing. So tune in today and we're going to talk about what is a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. I'm going to give you five different tips on how to transform your mind and why it's important. Like why is mindset all the rage? Why is everyone talking about it? <laughs> so uh, before we get into it, if you love this show, if you've been a listener for a really long time, I would so appreciate it if you downloaded a couple episodes and left a rating and review in iTunes. This is what helps the show get seen. It helps other people like you and I find it so that we can all um, learn and grow together and um, share it with a friend. That always helps too. Um, that and as always, come and join Mindset Makeover, which is my private membership community new brand name coming soon. Um, this community is the freaking best. Um, imagine all your best girlfriends who love to read, who love to talk about personal development, self-growth, who love to push themselves outside of their comfort zones, who loves journaling. Imagine everyone together in a room. That's what this community is like. And it's the freaking best. So if you've been craving community to be around like-minded women or to be around women who match your desired mindset, that is the place to be. Everything is going to be down in the show notes. So come and check it out. Okay, let's get into it. Let's start with what mindset is. Um, it, mindset in general has gotten like very popular over the last couple years, and I feel like everyone is a mindset coach. Um, so like in a very simplified form, your mindset is how you see something, your perspective of it. One of the phrases you've probably heard me say a million times, and I'm going to keep saying it because we, we always need to be reminded of it, is that your circumstances don't make your experiences. Your thoughts about circumstances create your experiences. That means any experience that you're having in life, whether that be positive or negative, is a direct result of the thought you're having. Your thoughts come from your mindset, how you perceive a situation. Making sense? So if we routinely see things as like worst case possible scenario, or someone doesn't like me, or um, they're talking bad about me, you have a negative mindset. If you routinely see 
you know, obstacles as opportunities. Um, you are, now I'm like struggling to find positive mindset ideas. Um, you speak kindly to yourself and you see that glass is half full and you give from your overflow, not half your cup. You have more of a positive mindset. Um, mindset is a spectrum. So I want to also clarify that you're not always going to have a positive mindset and that's okay. Like there are going to be situations where you have a negative thought about something where old habits kick in or the old, you know, pattern and conditioning kicks in and, and you, and you like, you know, redo something that you thought you've up-leveled or healed. And that's totally normal. Like there's tons of times where I have a negative mindset about something or like my first thought is like, oh my God, this sucks. And then my second thought is like, okay, how can I, how can I, how can I look at this from a different perspective? Um, with that being said, you never have to believe your first thought. Okay. So let that be known. So that's basically in a nutshell, what mindset is. And just to add, you know, what I help my clients with is to help them develop a more positive, resilient, loving mindset towards themselves, for their goals, towards their family, for their own healing. Because our mindset literally is going to shape our life. If you walk around with a fixed mindset, which I'll get into in a moment, you are most likely not going to be pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. But if you walk around with a growth mindset, this is what helps you um, take more chances, step out of your comfort zone and yeah, really like up level and elevate your life. So that's mindset. Carol Dweck, who is a brilliant author, wrote a book called mindset. And in this book, she highlighted um, two basic principles of mindset, which is the growth mindset or the fixed mindset, like I just said. And I'm going to go through with you really quick on the differences between the two, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the first step in transforming your mind is really evaluating the way that you speak to yourself. So first, let's figure out, do you have a growth mindset or do you have a fixed mindset? So here are some examples. If you have a fixed mindset, it means that the way that you view the world is very limiting. You avoid challenges. You give up very easily. You're threatened by other people's success. You desire to look smart, like you desire it, um, and you think that you're, you're a your like skills and your achievements are very fixed, meaning like if I wasn't born with it, then I can't get it. If you have a growth mindset, it means that you naturally have more of a mindset of like freedom, abundance, opportunities. You persevere in the, in the face of failures. You acknowledge that effort is required to build new skills. You find inspiration in other people's success. You embrace challenges. You accept criticism. You have a deep desire to learn and to build abilities. Um, and you're able to because you understand, you know, that it takes effort. It takes work. We're not born with just like the ability to be confident. We're not born with the ability to communicate, but we're willing to learn how to have those things. So being honest with yourself, do you find yourself in the fixed mindset or do you find yourself more in the growth mindset? If you're a personal development junkie, 
which you are, you're in the growth mindset. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to the show, but you probably still have a couple areas of your life where you're viewing it from a fixed mindset perspective. For example, you want to launch a business, start a coaching business, and you are holding yourself back because you're not good at the tech stuff or your skills as a coach are still very limited. So then you don't do it and you hold yourself back. That's looking at that from a fixed mindset. How can you now look at it from a growth mindset? So there's a saying, every new level, new devil, as you up level in life, you're going to like always reach different levels of like having to learn how to have a growth mindset again because you're constantly pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and you're constantly evolving. So once you've determined, okay, am I having a growth mindset or I'm having a fixed mindset, there's a couple more things that we can do to help our minds transform um, for good permanently. Um, Funny story is I used to be a worst case scenario girl. Like Someone would be like, oh, I, uh, something happened to my car. And I'd be like, oh my God, what happened? Are you okay? I just would like think worst case scenario, like, did they die? <laughs> like really worst case. And it was, I didn't realize it until someone brought it to my attention of like, why do you always think the worst case of things? And I was like, wow, I don't know. I know now it's because I, it's a trauma response when you've gone through so many like kind of traumatic things in life. Sometimes our brain just automatically assumes the worst so that we're emotionally ready for it. And, um, it doesn't take us by surprise. It's kind of like a safety thing. So our brains can change. Our minds can change. It's called neuroplasticity, meaning that just because you thought this way for a really long time doesn't mean that you can't change. This is the number one thing I hear from uh, my clients who are a little bit older in their late 40s, 40s, you know, late 30s, 40s. Oftentimes they tell me, I mean, I've always been like this. I've always thought this way. My mom thought this way. I don't know how I'm supposed to change, specifically to things like being a people pleaser or um, just having a negative mindset about things. Um, That's not true. Just because you've thought something a certain way for so many years or you've been a certain way doesn't mean that you can't change. Our brains can change. They've done tons of studies. I'm not going to go into it. You can just Google it, Um, but it's called neuroplasticity and it's that we can mold our minds to change and have different reactions and um, responses to different stimuli. Okay. So Step number one is how do you speak to yourself? Are you speaking to yourself with a growth mindset or are you speaking to yourself with a fixed mindset? Taking that a layer deeper, are you speaking to yourself from your inner critic or are you speaking to yourself from your highest self, your highest expression? Um, I'll never forget the time that I realized, wow, I'm really negative. (laughs) I'm really negative to myself. Um, Self-love wasn't modeled for me. Compassion wasn't modeled for me like I mentioned on last week's episode. So I really had to learn how to not speak negatively to myself. Um, And a lot of that came from learning to have a growth mindset with myself. I had a growth mindset with like everything outside of me. But when it came to myself, I had a very fixed and rigid and limited mindset. So um, one of the ways in which you can learn to change the way you speak to yourself is by journaling. When you 
journal, you are sort of getting a look into your brain to see like what is actually going on in there. Um, another great way to learn um, how you speak to yourself and like really changing that is through uh, meditation, which I know sounds convoluted, but if you regularly speak negatively to yourself, then you probably hate meditating because you're in your head. And you're like, well, I don't want to sit here for two minutes because I'm just thinking about my to-do list and what I didn't do and what I should do and what I haven't done yet, which is exactly why you need to meditate so that you can learn to be with your thoughts and acknowledge them and have awareness for them versus being a victim to it and just like numbing them. Make sense? Okay, moving on. Step number two, tip number two, however you want to look at this is... Got to look at my show notes. Um, language reframes. This is probably my favorite. I'm going to give you four examples of language reframes to implement, to transform your mind. The first one is my favorite. It is instead of saying, I need to, instead change that to, I get to. Example, I need to work out. I need to do this. I need to do my to-do list. I need to call my friend back. I need to just post on Instagram. All of that sounds so pressuring. Don't you agree? It's like, I need to is like, I haven't gotten this done and I really need to versus I get to. I need to puts you in a victim mindset and I get to puts you more in a victor mindset, which is like, if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, I think it's like episode number 10. That's like way in the beginning. Um, so switching from I need to, to I get to. When I'm on coaching calls, no one is allowed to say I need to. No one. It's like, well, I need to. Nope, I get to. And then if it feels weird to say I get to, it means that that thing that you're telling yourself you need to do isn't actually a priority and it needs to get off your list. <laughs> it gets to get off your list. Uh, if you constantly say to yourself, like, I need to work out and I get to sounds awful, then don't work out. Do some mindset work and healing around why you think you need to. Dig deeper into that. Do the work. But I get to is the first place that I have all my clients start off with language reframes. A second language reframe is whenever you find yourself saying, I can't, change that to how can I? I can't is very limiting. You're not seeing the opportunities. You're not seeing like what's possible. When you say, how can I, you're moving to a solutions-oriented mindset. You're seeing what all the possibilities are. Next one, I know. I hate when people say, I know. Oh, I can't stand it. Whenever you find yourself saying, I know, instead say, how can I embody this knowledge? Because you don't know. If you say, I know, it's most likely because someone is telling you something that you know, but you haven't done. And knowledge isn't power, okay? Applied knowledge is power. So how can I embody this knowledge? If I know how to do this already, how can I embody it? That is gonna vastly shift your mindset, like really a lot. Um, I also did an episode on this, on the, these two words that are killing your growth. It's I know. Stop saying I know. Like literally stop it and you're gonna start to see all the ways in which you have not been taking action and holding yourself back. Last one, this one is also a big pet peeve of mine. I didn't notice how much these really upset me. <laughs> the last one is I hope. Oh, oh, 
God, I don't like the words I hope. Instead, change to I am. When you say I hope, you are basically giving yourself an excuse to not reach or meet your potential. It's like, well, I hope I can do it. I hope I can make it work. No, I am going to do it. I am going to make it work. And the growth mindset is I am going to make it work. And if it doesn't, I'm okay with that too, right? Failures don't define me. Failures don't stop me. So hope is not an action plan. I really, really catch myself in and um, am firm on myself with these language reframes. So I don't say I need to, I can't, I know, or I hope when it comes to like my self-growth, my personal development. Um, by shifting the way that you speak to yourself with these language reframes, you're really, really, really going to change and up-level your mindset, like promise you. Okay, step three, tip three. These aren't really steps, you guys. So I guess like Point number three is habits that serve your highest self. And I kind of briefly talked about this um, in number one, but what habits do you have that actually serve your highest self? Some of the habits that I have and that my clients have is journaling, meditating, reading, self-development, and connecting and celebrating with others. So your habits really shape your, your life. Like, they are the, um, what's it called? It's like the workhorse of your life. If you have a habit of something, whether that be a good habit or a bad habit, you're most likely going to, um, you know, rely on that habit to get you through without even realizing it. So when you build habits that serve your highest self, like for a positive mindset, like journaling, meditating, reading, then you are going to transform your mind for life for good. If you don't read, if you don't journal, if you don't meditate, if you don't regularly invest in your personal and self-development, whether that be through coaching or investing in courses or learning, then you're going to be stuck and decline, right? There actually is no such thing as stagnation. You're either growing or you're opposite of that, not growing. So um, having these habits can really greatly improve um, the trajectory of your life. I know that sounds like so extreme, but really I think that habits are the best um, bang for your buck when it comes to changing your life. If you can build habits around the um, lifestyle that you want and the outcomes that you want, then um, you're going to achieve success. Like it's I guarantee it. A book that you can read that will help you with this, and it's this month's book inside our Inside Mindset Makeover, the coaching community, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And this month, we are focusing on our habits, so shameless plug, come and join us, which leads me to number four on transforming your mind, that is being with people who match your desired mindset. You become like the five people you hang out the most with. So take an honest look and an honest inventory of your life. Are you hanging out with people who are up-leveling you, who are challenging you, who are pushing you to grow, who are celebrating your growth? Or are you hanging out with people who are okay being mediocre, who put you down for wanting to work on yourself, who think it's stupid for wanting to read or invest in co courses or to have a coach? Like, take an honest look at yourself. If you want to get better personally and professionally, then 
you also have to be willing to let people go who do not match that desire. And I always feel the word that's coming to mind is bad saying that, but that's my people pleaser in me is feeling bad. My highest self is not feeling bad. The people pleaser in me feels, feels bad and guilty when I talk about this and I think about this because when you are a people pleaser, you naturally like want everyone to like you. And so why would you tell that person, no, you don't want to hang out with them, even though they're not serving your highest good. Um, I guarantee you that like, it feels bad in the moment to perhaps like let a friendship go or to tell someone, no, you can't hang out with them because you're busy. It feels hard in that moment, but that hard is nothing compared to five years from now of the potential, like, you know, what if my life was different feeling that you're going to have? So you get to choose your hard. Would you rather be uncomfortable for 10 seconds and tell a person, no, you don't want to hang out with them? Or do you want to be uncomfortable for the rest of your life because you continue to hang out with people who don't elevate you, who bring you down, and who are not positive about your self-growth? And I speak from experience. I was in a uh, verbally and emotionally abusive relationship for five years. And... um my ex, he hated self-help, hated personal development, hated that I loved it, hated that I liked it, and routinely broke me down and shut me down and told me things like, you're never going to win your competitions, no one's ever going to watch your videos, no one's ever going to hire you as a coach, and I'm not (laughs) exaggerating any of this, I even kind of feel emotional talking about it because... um, you know, he really shut me down a lot, which was um, extremely toxic to my own self-esteem and confidence. And so I've had to do a lot of work uh, to rebuild myself. And I had to make the choice back then and there if I was going to stay with this person because I was heavily investing into self-development. I wanted to be better. And I could see that this person you know, isn't someone who matched my desired mindset. He wasn't compassionate. He wasn't kind. He wasn't interested in his self-growth. And so I got to make the choice of do I want to be with him or do I not? And to this day, five years later, I'm so, so grateful and thankful I made that very hard choice of leaving. Um, Maybe I should do a whole episode on this because it's it's a good story, you guys. Um, And it was very hard to make that choice. And the people pleaser in me was dying inside to break up and let down his family, you know, his mom. I felt like I was letting everyone down. Um, But they were not good for my self-growth. They were not good for my mindset. And I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't make the decision to outgrow that relationship. So ask yourself, are you shrinking yourself to fit places that you've outgrown? Yes or no? And if that's a yes, then you have a choice that you get to make, not need to make that you get to make, right? Because you are not a victim. You do not have a victim mindset. You are a victor and you are in complete control of your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. So you get to choose what you want to do. Okay. Number five, step outside of your comfort zone and into your purpose. I love this one. Taking small actions outside of our comfort zone 
actually trains our mind to not be a victim to fear. So if you routinely sell yourself short or you don't step outside your comfort zone, like you don't do that scary thing, then you train your mind to, to do that. You train your mind that that is the level of discomfort that you can sustain. But if you push yourself outside of it, what you do is you increase your capacity to be uncomfortable. You want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> you, you want to be outside of your comfort zone. That's where growth happens. That's where we transform ourselves. And so learn to be uncomfortable. Learn to be comfortable feeling uncomfortable. I got to say this year has been like my most uncomfortable year yet. And I am so proud of myself for choosing, choosing that, for being uncomfortable um, because it change isn't going to happen from staying within your comfort zone. And we're never going to be able to be the person we want to be, the person that makes change, the person that creates impact. If we continue to give into a negative mindset or give into a fixed mindset and stay within the comfort zone. So by routinely stepping out, by routinely being uncomfortable, we train our mind that we are not afraid of fear and that we get to choose like our response to it. That is it, I think. Sometimes I got to check in with myself. Yeah, that's it. That's today, to the best of my knowledge, how we transform our mind. I hope these tips help you. I hope they serve you. I hope, not I hope, I know you will put them into action. You see how I caught myself there? I know you're going to put them into action. I know you are a doer and you're going to do it. Um, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know which one of these tips resonated with you the most, how you're speaking to yourself, language reframes, habits, being with people that match your desired mindset, and then stepping outside of your comfort zone and into your purpose. Ooh, I forgot story real quick. Um, so the, so with this last one, um, story is one of my clients recently, um, signed on a beta client and it was so outside of her comfort zone. She was like, not going to do it. And I'm one of those tough love coaches where like, I will love on you so much, but then I'm also not going to take no for an answer. So if I have to be there with you on the call, as you film that IG story, I'm, I'm going to be there on the call with you or as you write the caption or as you um, ask someone to be your client. So she did it. And one of the things that she said was like, I feel so much better because now I'm I can feel that I'm living in my purpose. And I was like, yes. And her life is forever changed because of this small step that she took up outside of her comfort zone. Now her mindset about herself has changed. She's just like put a notch on the belt of I can, I am, I am confident. I can do this. And so don't underestimate the power of like small action steps. I mean, hers was a really big one, but small action steps outside of your comfort zone and like living your purpose and like being in the energy of your purpose also vastly transforms your mind and of, and like of what you think is possible for yourself. So anyhow, we're going to wrap up there. Hope this was helpful. Hit me up on Instagram, take a screenshot, post on your story at Shanae Momoko. I'd love to know what your biggest insight was and what you are going to put into action. I love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your week, your day. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 